The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Rustling up the best search marketing news and views in the European Union. It's time to saddle up with the Search Cowboys. From Berlin to Bucharest, the Search Cowboys will round up the best search marketers from Europe and around the world to discuss search engine marketing, social media, and more. Here are the Search Cowboys, Bass Vandenbelt and Roy Hoiskies. Hello and welcome again to another Search Cowboy show. Hello world. Uh, it's Tuesday night uh, here in Holland and uh, on the other side of the line is my good friend Roy. Hi Roy. Hey boss, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Trying to survive the snow, hoping that my kids will stay in bed and uh, having fun and towards Christmas and trying to slow down a little, though that's difficult because it seems like everybody wants to have something done just before Christmas. Well, so, uh, that sounds like the same story in my place, so... Yeah, I although think everybody... Is, although the snow is already gone over here almost, so... Oh, really? Oh, well, no. Yeah, we, we, we didn't have as much as you guys had. Oh, I've got about, I don't know, uh, 12 centimeters here or something like that. That's, uh, no, that's pretty more or less like five. Okay, it's, uh, well, it's pretty big. Actually, we have uh, someone else on the line uh, with us today. Uh, we have a special guest uh, who uh, can introduce himself in a minute. Uh, his name, Christoph Kemper. Hey, Christoph. Hi, guys. Hey, hey guys. Welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, pleasure to be here. Yeah, glad you could join us. How are you doing? Oh, Actually, I can just second what you just said. Everybody needs everything done before Christmas, as if the world would die on the yeah. 27th. <laughs> Actually, oh, yeah. one, one client of mine called in today and mentioned he would need something done until tomorrow. And I said, dude, all my people, most of my people are on vacation till no, uh, January 8th. So that's where we can take a look at that again. Yeah. But the, stu- the stupid thing also is that they, they say we need it by tomorrow or by Christmas. And yes. then if you ask them to do something, they say, well, I don't have time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so <that's- coughs> trying to slow down is probably the, the most important thing for me in the whole December. Like, it's unbelievable uh, what, what the amount of, of, of work and emails and phone calls piled up over the last weeks. Still, yeah. there are hundreds of emails. Are there uh, are there any government clients with the, in there? Because uh, what my, in my experience, the government always uh, looks at their budget in December and then thinks, "Oh, I've got another, I don't know, several thousand euros left. Let's do something." Oh, oh well, well, those are the clients that were prior one clients, of course, because I really <laughs> want to make sure they can spend their money if they have to, just <laughs> if it's required it's for them to get it back in a week later. So, yes, but that was not a governmental clients. Actually, a lot of big uh, uh, top corporations, big stock-listed companies that we serve have the same problems. And while it's stupid uh, from, a, from an entrepreneur's point of view, well, that's, that's the way the game runs. So, yeah, that's, that's basically what we did most of December, offers back and forth and negotiations here and there. And, um, <laughs> it makes sense for me. 
Okay. Well, good. Well, um, we're gonna. I'm gonna uh, announce a couple of uh, uh, things uh, just for the show, uh, and then we'll get uh, get on with, uh, with with some subjects. Uh, first of all, we have a chat room uh, as always on webmasterradio.fm, and um, you can join us there. You can uh, talk to us. You can ask questions to Christoph, uh, who is a link building expert. But we'll talk about that in a minute. And also, if you have questions for Christoph and you're not in the chat room, you can send them over through Twitter. Just put at search cowboys there and uh, I'll pick it up and we can answer them uh, tonight in the show. Uh, so Christoph, could you uh, maybe introduce yourself for uh, the listeners? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, oh, I see some friends in the chat already. Hi, Jim. Um, <laughs> we, we, we actually uh, are a link building company, a link building agency uh, based in Vienna, Europe, but unlike the first impression that one might have, uh, we are serving uh, clients all over the world, especially with uh, 80% in the US and the UK, because that's where it all started in 2003. Uh, that's where I started to build links, uh, well, on a smaller scale, and now we're 15 people and still serve the US, the UK. We do a lot of uh, custom link building, we do a lot of uh, pre sold pages and, and authority links, and uh, obviously, for, for 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 that to excel in that matter, because link building is a shitty job, uh, we build our own software. Actually, for the last uh, three and a half years, and uh, roll out more and more features for ourselves. Yeah. And yeah, part of that is also available as linkresearchtools.com uh, now. But we if, have. If you, if, if you say link building is a shitty job, why did you ever start it? Uh, well, because because it pays well. <laughs> okay, good reason. Easy, yeah. uh, actually, it was all, you know, when, when there's a market uh, and there's nobody else doing the thing, um, I think there was a good opportunity back then. Back then. Today, if I would have to start today, it would be a whole different story. Um, that's nothing that you can start with, you know, just because you feel like to. Actually, I think it, it, it hasn't been such a shitty, shitty job as it is now. Um, and with shitty, I just mean it's a tedious thing. You have to, you know, sustain over weeks and months and keep track of all the links you build. Maybe have some automation like we do to take care of links being taken down again or, or just being removed or just built, you know, in the wrong way. A lot of quality criteria. Just like Google watches link growth, uh, link builders need to watch their link growth. And if, if you have a team of 10 link builders, uh, you really want to make sure that what you get is like a sustainable, similar quality out of that team from regardless if it's link builder one or link builder 10. That's mm -hmm. what, what we build around that. Like the, the whole process is actually pretty, pretty, pretty well set up. But I, I remember well how it was in 2006 when we added the first people to the team and we messed around with those extra sheets and all that, you know, kind of partial solutions. <laughs> that was yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wh where do you pay taxes? Um, actually, I still pay taxes <laughs> in Austria. But you know. <laughs> the only reason for me to incorporate a, a limited a, a GmbH, like it's called in Austria, was that I thought about setting up shop in uh, Gibraltar. <laughs> so, so, I, so I hit up, you know, I phoned up my, my tax attorney and said, hey, 
Uh, I want to I wanna set up shop in, in Gibraltar. Let's do it. Can you send me a quote or something? And after like two hours of discussion, he convinced me that it would be a good idea to first set up a real company in Austria and decent everything before mm. thinking about doing that. That was a good advice, actually. <laughs> so if you if you look at Google, you should be paying taxes in Ireland, probably. I don't know. Oh no, no, I would prefer something like Malta. That's even lower than Ireland. It's a little bit more fishy. <laughs> you know, all the gambling guys out there, I think they have like three or four percent. The problem with that is, uh, according to the OECD tax laws, for anyone who wants to avoid or even evade tax, you have to live where that low taxing is and I wouldn't want to live in Ireland no way no <laughs> way <laughs> would you want to live on Gibraltar as well then um, I think that's a rock, rock, rocky island too but uh, I've never been to Malta so that would be something I, I would, would Mal- Malta's pretty nice actually I've, I've yeah. been there it's, yeah it's pretty nice <laughs> yeah. but, so, I, the reason I of course said it because Google uh, I don't know if you read the story but um, Google yeah. Google said they uh, no not Google there was there was um this this kind of uh, well disturbance in, uh, in in the UK last week. Oh yeah, because they <laughs> found out, found out that Google, uh, um, well, is not paying taxes in Britain itself, but in Ireland. Oh my God, yeah. And yeah. Uh, they well, they haven't paid tax on 1.6 billion pounds, which is about 1.7 billion euros, I think, uh, on on revenues <laughs> so in Britain. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fucked up. That's OECD law. I'm sure they have the, the, the stiffest and best accounting and tax advisor board that one can imagine. And of course, it's a lot of money, but that's just because Google is huge. It's a huge company. And uh, big companies like that, be it GE or, or IBM and all these other international, multinational corporations, they have been you know, paying taxes wherever uh, taxing was okay for them. And that's why all the Eastern Bloc countries like Slovakia and, and, and Czech Republic, they started, you know, lowering their taxes and even Hungary, which is yeah. good because then Austria had to lower its corporate taxes too to 25%. So I'm pretty well set compared to Germans, for instance, here. <laughs> the French guys like Francois. Um, but I see nothing wrong. And for me, this is all, you know, blah, blah. Uh, this is actually uh, also it's, it's 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 well it's kind of the mistake of the uh, the lawmakers because they they made the law so that oh, it's they not can a mistake that's the way it's been for decades actually I think it's embarrassing to even dare to complain about that I mean they could send some tax inspectors to see if everything is filed properly but mm. the, the principle are the OECD tax laws that is signed by 147 countries around the world you know even third world countries signed that thing and I think it was in the 60s or 70s that's nothing yeah. new no, so, nothing new, no. what's all there the was, buzz about yeah, no, well, <laughs> there was a lot of buzz going on in the, in the UK I can tell you about this yeah, but really? um, there was, there was one, uh, one guy on Search Cowboys who commented and he said um, he, he thinks it's not okay it's okay to be angry at people who are not ethical so unethical so it's good to be angry on, on about on Google. When I said, uh, "Well, the, the, Google's just following how the rules are, so they're not do, actually doing anything wrong." But do you guys? No, but feel there's that? a complete difference in, in being ethical. Since I just heard the discussion about it on Dutch radio, with also the same thing, you have um, tax evasion and tax. Um, what's the other word? Um, 
well, if you don't want tax, um, that you don't want to pay it at all, so you can evade it by by using the law, or you and that's unethical. It could be unethical. Yeah. And you can also do like really the bad stuff and and put, do fraud, for instance, and yeah. fraud is fraud is against the law. But this is just unethical, and I mean, ethics are for people to decide on, and not for for companies or or, or, or well, it, it could be yeah, that that's true, all true. But what what this guy was saying is that um, uh, it's okay that people complain uh, towards Google that they are uh, not paying their taxes. Well, they are paying the taxes actually in Ireland, but not as much as, as that's uh, just envy. That's just envy. If I would have the money that Google has, I would pay all those millions to all the tax advisors to you know to save some taxes. <laughs> What's wrong yeah. about that? You create some more jobs for the tax people, for the for the accounting people. Have some more harrows in in Ireland because you have to have someone in that country. That's okay. Yeah. I think that's ethical. Creating jobs is ethical. Uh, yeah. Actually, I think we in the Netherlands are pretty good at it as well, since we have a completely different tax uh, system for foreign com- companies who've, who've been founded over here, and we, we are way cheaper than what we we used to pay our own own people, or, or we should oh. pay our, from our own government. So, uh, I think Holland is it was. I think it's in top five. Same with Ireland. We're doing pretty well with that. If you're from for a foreign country, if you're from a Dutch company, you're screwed. You're gonna pay for everything you. you <laughs> what? If you, if you wish I, for. I, are you saying I I could incorporate in Holland and pay like five percent? No, not five percent. It's probably not five, but it's not really that much. It's it's way less than than what we used to what we, oh. we should pay. So, okay. are you uh, thinking of Amsterdam it's, again? It's, huh? <laughs> well, Amsterdam is great. It's less than than it used to be, but I'm I'm I've got a feeling I'm still paying a lot of taxes to be honest. So well, I think I think that's that's what all of us uh, what hits all of us. And actually, I've been discussing that with a couple of people from the U.S. and and France and Germany. And in the end, it all comes down to to each of us paying like forty to fifty percent taxes yeah. mm-hmm. uh, at some point, maybe direct or indirect. You know, sometimes yeah. it's labeled differently, or it's hidden in the social thing, or it's hidden in the thirteenth and fourteenth payment uh, yeah. for employees, stuff okay. like that. We just need to make enough money. Okay. Yeah, um, on the other exactly, hand, we're still exactly. I mean, that, that's the, it's not too bad to pay that much taxes. If you pay a lot of taxes, you're in a lot of money. So then you're doing well. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the way, that's the way you can look at it in a positive way, I think. Yeah, that's what my tax advisor told me. You know, <laughs> to just be happy and make more money and not spend some time on trying to, you know, save taxes. Yeah. Okay, He's let's move on to, uh, to, to another story. Um, uh, Roy, you noticed that Vince was uh, hitting Germany. It's up no, well, I, I didn't notice. I mean, of course, Citrix notices, uh, notices it with the Citrix tools, of course. And Marcus wrote a really extensive blog post about it. Um, I mean, this stuff has been going on in, in, in the UK for more than a year right now. And I think a lot of Germans were still kind of flabbergasted by, with what happened. I mean, they were, there was a lot of discussion about it and a lot of people were surprised that they didn't know where it come from. And I think um, if we look at the Netherlands, um, we haven't seen that much yet. Um, but I think it's a fair warning for a lot of countries that uh, Fins will also come to your country. I mean, I, I know uh, Germany is one of the bigger markets in, in Europe, and well, smaller ones will follow. Um, could you could you explain for those who don't know what it is what Vince is? Yeah, sure, I could. Uh, it's more that that, that there's um, a positive um, influence on on the way you rank if you're a bigger brand, uh, generally speaking. Um, for instance, if you're Nikon or and you're doing pretty pretty bad website, um, you're still able to rank on uh, camera, for instance. 
uh, that that could be very very easy compared to what other people have to do for ranking at the same terms. That kind of screws up uh, a lot of work for those who do a lot of SEO for the smaller non-brands or the smaller brands. Well, that screws up a lot for affiliates, I think, as well, uh, to be yeah. <laughs> to be sure about. I mean, if affiliates are the guys who don't have a brand or usually don't uh, aren't able to use the brand, um, and 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 those guys are really going to get the, the 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 hard hits from it. I mean, the the small niches, uh, those will get hits from it as well. Um, I, I think uh, some retailers will, will feel feel the pain as well, although retailers are, especially the bigger ones, are, are able to to use their brand name again with with uh, the, the positive influence they can have on ranking. I think. Is it about ranking on the brand name, or is it about ranking on just any term? No, it's about ranking on on terms the brand name is associated with. Think of um, well, Marcus brings up the example for credit cards. Um, it could be also. Um, Credit cards could be related to MasterCard, um, and they know that by people who started looking for credit cards in Google, and they refine it with, for instance, MasterCard or Visa or, uh, well, yeah. other brands you can think of. The same with with um, mobile phone. You can you can use search for a mobile phone, uh, and afterwards you can search for Nokia mobile phone or uh, Ericsson, Sony Ericsson or iPhone, for instance. I mean, then. It's, it's pretty sure that you're looking for those kind of words. Um, it, it's based on the intention of people, I guess. And what, what you also see is that they, um, the, those are the words people are going to, the sites are going to get optimized for um, automatically by Google and instead of doing it yourself. Yeah. And the chat room, Aryan, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, says uh, um, it will. Uh, uh, the retailers now can aim more on the local stuff, so it will probably be more local when it yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's right in that. I mean, there's there's this big uh, intention shift going on, and 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 retailers can can aim for an, a Nikon uh, Enschede, Nikon Engelo, Nikon Amsterdam, yeah. and that's that's a fair way to get their share. Um, although the, the the smaller retailers with a with a website. Um, well, they, they sh- could have sent it through, throughout all the Netherlands or actually Europe if they'd like. And now yeah. that's kind of more or li- less Im- impossible. Do you have any view on the German market, uh, Christoph? Did, have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just followed uh, the the post of Marcus and, and, and Roy's explanation. And I think what is interesting to point out is that uh, there are actually two ways that uh, are in relation to the to the refinement or how... A brand name could be uh, related to a generic, like the example that uh, Marcus gave was for Alice DSL, which is a DSL broadband provider called with a brand name Alice. And I think the other example with uh, Nokia Hand is is very much uh, like that. It's the the proximity, the close proximity of a generic word or, or, or the topic and the brand name beat in the search phrases and what I've seen in the backlinks to the site make that brand rank for mm. that phrase. For instance, uh, I, I'm not sure if he has brought it up here. Well, LSDSL is pretty simple. LSDSL ranks for DSL because it has DSL in the brand name. It's called LSDSL yeah. and it has a domain that's called LSDSL. DSL, but uh, Canon, uh, the printers and scanners, they started to rank like crazy for Drucker, which is printers in in the German one, and 
of course, a lot of backlinks going to the site. I, I just, I'm just looking at the report here. Um, do have the phrase Canon Drucker or Canon Printers. So if the if if already the linking to the site combine the brand name and that generic mm-hmm. phrase, it only makes sense for Google to split it up and say, okay, if they link to it with printers a, a hundred times, and if people look for Canon printers a hundred times or five hundred times, then probably Canon has something to do with printers. So yeah. this relation that uh, maybe was not as strong in the past has just been beefed up. And, you know, Google always talks about having hundreds of variables going into the algorithm. Now, this relation of uh, and principle related uh, topics inside keyword phrases that are being searched that are being linked and that are being written about uh, just have a different weighting so I think it's not this magic thing that Google suddenly starts to understand yeah Canon is the printer brand (laughs) and Canon is the scanner brand and Alice is the it's more semantics it's It's more semantics it's semantics I think that's what we see yeah well one is a good thing to We're going to think about this over the break because we're going to go to commercials. And then after the commercials, we're going to talk about some link building. Uh, There are already a couple of questions coming my way. Uh, So people, if you have a question for Christoph about link building, come to the chat room or send them through Twitter uh, using at Search Cowboys. And we'll be back after the break. Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on localpages.com. Localpages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? Localpages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with localpages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. Localpages.com. List your business on localpages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. Localpages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. 
You're back with the Search Cowboys on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So we're back after the break, and um, before the break, we were talking about um, the Vince update, and you always hit the good stuff when you um, are going to watch the break or in the break. And because in the break, Christoph sent me sent us a small message. Christoph, what did you send us? Uh, actually, I just looked through the Times Online article again about you know that guy called Vince Cable. Uh, bitching about Google not paying their taxes. And I found it <laughs> funny because we just see the winds update going into effect. That's not related. It's <laughs> so two and stories coming it, together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I think, uh, are we done with the Finn stuff? I mean, I th- yeah. we were at the discussion of, of the semantics and we can leave it at that. I mean, a lot of people know how that works. And if not, um, please ask a question about it and we'll try to explain. And I think semantics will also come back at when you start talking about link building, doesn't it, Christoph? Yeah, of course. We, I think some of the stuff that is, uh, we see now in Vince actually has its uh, explanations in the link building or, or let's say the link graph around those brands. I think we can touch uh, a couple of things in there. Yeah, Good. great. Okay. Uh, let, me, let me start off by uh, um, putting in right away uh, one or two questions which came through Twitter. Uh, first one is from Axel Scheuring. I don't know if you know him, but um, he says, do uh, .edu links generally pass trust? Do you know that? In general? No. <laughs> no, not in there's, general. There's nothing Only in general. SEO, nothing in SEO is in general. So whatever you might believe, it's it's not. Uh, you know, all, all these basic ideas of having a high patron or a strong uh, EDU, that all depends on what kind of EDU. Of course, the idea of passing trust from, from EDUs or strong websites that could be German uh, universities or French universities, uh, UK universities. The idea is that those are very trusted domains. And if you get a link from there... Uh, over time, trust transfers to your domain. It's not on a page-by-page basis. It's not about the anchor text. It's not about the page rank. It's about the one domain trusting the other domain. But I'm saying it doesn't. It, it is not true in general because there are some fake EDUs on the market. For instance, America.edu is one of them, and I think PI.edu. And those are EDU domains that were kind of recovered from some, you know, a bankrupt university or wherever they took it from and set it up and set up stupid WordPress blocks on there and, and sold links <laughs> from a WordPress block that has zero trust, has zero backlinks and doesn't even, you know, some of them I've seen uh, are not even indexed. Uh, so I would really, really scare away, uh, get away, stay away from those. Uh, but in general, those are... Uh, uh, it's a good recommendation to look for. But it's not about .edu. It's not about .ac.uk. Those are just the extensions. Uh, a very strong German university has a .de domain, like every other commercial website. The difference is that those are strong domains because of the hundreds, thousands of backlinks because of other highly trusted domains linking to them because of uh, them being around for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And it's not the domain extension itself. That's a a, a wrong simplification that uh, is coming up every week or every month. (laughs) Every conference. 
Yeah, I think what we about talked about it on SES Berlin as well. I mean, there was also the same questions. Can I get every EDU? Well, you don't want an Indian. Or not, maybe you want an Indian, but please yeah. check out if it's a good one. I mean, IN.EDU was also an EDU domain, and it, it could yeah. be very good, and it could be very bad. Exactly. I mean, exactly. And especially, just, you know, as, as long as it's a reputable, uh, like a real thing, a real organization, I would say it probably has some trust. If it's a real, you know, a real university, even if they only have like a thousand or, or even 500 students, it's, it's accredited by the real world. And then the domain probably, unless they fucked up everything, is accredited too. And I've never seen a domain of a reputable, of a real organization that was really uh, a bad thing. But there are these uh, fake use that you have to be careful for. And that, that's a too good to be true deal. You know, if you get this whole block on a .edu for $50 one-time payment, <laughs> there's something wrong about it, right? It's just... You know, so it's what if, if, it smells, if it smells funny? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, if it looks like spam, it probably is. Yeah, <laughs> right, right at that. <laughs> you, you, you would know, right? <laughs> um the uh, um, one thing I'm always wondering: what what is the best link to get? If, if there's one link, link is good. I, mean, I, I know, but if you can get a link from from me, or you can get a link from my personal blog, or that makes a difference uh, to get it from a personal blog or from Search Cowboys. Uh, but what what kind of link is the ultimate link to get? The ultimate link to get yeah. uh, it's that link that your competitor can't get. It's it's not one link. If your strategy is trying to get into relations with webmasters, is get into relations with media, uh, is to create a super cool product that everyone wants to link to, well then, your competitors will have a hard time. That's where link building and SEO actually touch the, well, not only the social thing, uh, I can touch the real world. Back in the yeah. days, you know, it was so easy to just log into some texting ads and, and these other brokers and just buy everything that was there. Uh, and it was easy for your competitors to clone that. Uh, today, the same story is true. If we, if we look at the top-ranking websites in our link research tools with a common backlink analysis, for instance, the only goal is to find out where do your competitors, which means the top-ranking websites, get the links from. And then look at each of them and try to contact them and get a link there too. Yeah. It's like a, like a Cold War thing, right? Yeah. So if the, you the, manage the problem, to... Yeah? The problem is, which I'm, I'm looking at is that um, a lot of my competitors have a really a lot of crap and the most difficult thing for me is to find out which is the good stuff and why the hell does the crap still work. <laughs> I mean, um, this is the thing where, where Google is in. I think Google is doing pretty, pretty bad. I mean... Well, I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm doing like link building for, for like research for three weeks in a row right now, and yeah. I'm really <laughs> messed up with all the crap I'm seeing and all the crap that keeps ranking. And I'm like, wow, it still works, and it just uh, blocks spamming. I think it, I think it did work. I had the discussion with another uh, a client yesterday. Uh, yeah, what wh- what about all those paid links that we bought in 2003 and four and five? Should we take them down? And I say, of course not, because we have Google amnesia. Mm-hmm. If you did something wrong in 2005, Google doesn't punish you in 2009 for it. But, and that's the problem, if you look at the site today, you see a lot of links that look like they were paid. 
because probably they are. Um, and if you try to copy that, yeah, you have dying. a problem. <laughs> then you die, right? So yeah, and I'm, I'm sure you see a lot of crap in, in the backlinks, which are either paid links or are you know these article submissions with these services will submit you to 5,000 uh, directories or 400 article directories and all yeah, that stuff. And, and, and don't forget the, 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 the 1,500 reciprocal linking uh, things over the entire Oh, yeah. Network. Oh, yeah. The reciprocal Yeah. Wow. Was that too. But you have to weed that, all that out. That's why you have to... Um, that's why you have to judge on each single link. That, that's actually what we do in the link research tools. You get like hundreds of links, and what now? You can look at yeah. the anchor text, you can see, okay, they have some no follow or nothing on there. But then the, the goal is to find out uh, really quick how old is that domain, which gives an indication about maybe how long the link has been there. Uh, you can look at uh, if the page is juicy. You want to find out if that page is actually cached in Google. That I mean, is that, not that, always... That's an issue that. with most of the tools I see, that you don't get that. Uh, you just get... Well, that's why we built the linked research tools. That's, <laughs> as I said, it's a shitty job if you want to do that by hand and use all the available uh, stuff that is there on the market. Even, even, even you know, the high-profile link tools from, from my friend Rand Fishkin don't provide that kind of detail data and the idea is of course to not spend too much time on the link that is not worth it so you have to find out what are the most important links to look at and then spend some time on those did you did you build a tool because you needed it or did you build it because you wanted wanted to sell it no those are the tools that we have been using uh, since 2007 of course okay. they developed over time and today it's a tool that we built let's say in large parts, 60% or something of the whole work were redone because we had to redesign the whole architecture to make it capable to serve hundreds of SEOs and not just 10. And, you know, back in the days, it was my tool, my server, and whenever I wanted a reboot, I had everything delivered immediately, crawled in time, in real time, but that doesn't work if you, if you scale to a couple hundred users. So that's why we rebuilt big parts of it, including the user interface. But the original tool and the whole backend, the historical data value archive, where we, where we see how things changed over time, that has been there in, in, in 2007 already. Mm. Yeah, but that, so. that's great. I mean, I, I'm, I think last year we uh, looked, uh, Nina and I also looked at, at your tool and we gave us, we built our own tool as well at Wonder Market and we sent you the input from our tool and we yeah. compared it and it was, the, the fun thing was that it was um, pretty much the same in, in, in the big lines, it was pretty much the same. There were small differences in there and uh -huh. you had a bit of focus on some, uh, on, on more on the juice part and we uh -huh. had more focus on the caching stuff. Which oh yeah, I remember. Us yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know that was actually the original in-house version. But yeah. today the link research tools are so much better for the external tool that I only use the public available for my own work mm. as well. So it's okay. a, a, a lot nicer. Yeah, but I remember oh. that. I mean, but the fun thing was that it was kind of like the same, and I was really surprised by that. I was expecting it to be well. Well, sure, there should be a little bit of over overlap in there, but it was the the output was. Well, I think for eighty percent or something like that, it was the same. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, we 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 both are thinking in the same direction of where we're heading to. And I think that was fun yeah. to see and, and how you were developing it. And, and you have the old back catalog, and we are st just started to building it up. So I yeah. think I think 
that's also a good, good thing. Uh, check out the web archive if you can find out how how, how long a link is on there. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. That, that's yeah, that's, that's really valuable. Yeah, that's what I we know. do. I know. <laughs> the web archive does does a great job with that. Of course, some of the the other external uh, link tools like uh, Majestic SEO pro- provide the data as well. But they have such a horrible interface that I'm really looking forward to importing their data uh, into our system to to display it differently. But the idea is really to find out when, since when is that link there, or since when has it been there, uh, yeah. to find out um, um, if if you can still copy that strategy. And then, well, you know, we already have 27 or something parameters available, which is a huge table with 20 more in our internal, you know, uh, uh, roadmap to to roll them out. So they all already developed. But I think a big problem today already is uh, people come back and say, "Wow, I've never seen so much data for my links." But what should I do now? <laughs> right? So what do I do with all this data? Yeah, it's not a, it's not a goal. It's, to, it's just a, a way to get to the goal, and then that's uh, that's to the yeah. part where you get, have to get creative and have to start yeah. thinking yeah. about how how can we reach this. Yeah, we got a question from the chat room. That's what you're gonna say, uh, Roy? Oh, oh, yeah, only one. <laughs> I see a oh, lot we of people popping up. Go ahead. Start, Okay, I'll see. The first one that I was looking after the break is that um, the question is: Do um, no follow links still co- count towards link popularity? Uh, how do you feel about it? I mean, do they still work in popularity thing or don't they? I mean, if, if you ask me, if, if I may start off with the answer, in my opinion, is they don't they don't do anything on PageRank base, but it's still good for anchor text. Uh, if at least if there is a, a little bit of traffic, of course, if if you're lucky. But I mean, the the, the no follow doesn't <laughs> doesn't give you the page rank value anymore. But if you're having a good anchor text with that, it, it works for me. But yeah, at least for, for the Wiki- is that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> at least for the Wikipedia, that that counts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That that's the example that I would have brought up uh, now, because if you get a no follow link from a highly reputable domain then take it. I mean, what do you want? If Wikipedia links uh, stick, and I think everyone has tried to, you know, sneak some links into Wikipedia pages, it only takes a minute for someone to find it and mark it as spam and remove it. If someone of the Wikipedia editorial team thinks your site makes sense to link to, then you should be a happy chap, because (laughs) that is a link that powers you. That passes trust, that passes relevancy, and I'm sure that passes uh, domain authority as well. Of course, mm-hmm. Google says, yeah, if you put the nofollow condom on there, we don't pass PageRank. But <laughs> if you're trying to build links to get PageRank, you're in the wrong year. It's like yeah, being stuck in five, five. Yeah. So <laughs> still, there, still, there are a lot of people thinking that way still. Right. Uh, I so, think well, th- it doesn't stop. And we just had the discussion when they turned off PageRank for some days or something, or didn't update it, something like that, some weeks ago. But um, the, 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 the common perception of a nofollow link is probably uh, these uh, comment spam, uh, mm-hmm. comment, links, comment links. In all blogs, every link is being nofollowed. And of course, that is a different type of nofollow link. 
It's yeah, but I, I, I also, I've seen some great results with that as well, and that's even more pathetic, actually. I mean, um, if you're, if you're, well, I think what what Ralph said is is true as well. If you throw enough shit at that stuff, it will eventually stick as well. Yes. I mean, yes. that's still the problem, and and you can add more links, or at least kill more domains with links than than would you ever like yourself to do. So, okay. let's yeah. do one more question before we do another break. Um, I saw one on Twitter. Uh, from Walter Block, uh, he asks, "What value lies in Twitter links or even tiny URLs?" Christoph, do you want to? <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, because it's a no-follow link. But guess what? I got some pages and even a domain indexed with just that. So it, it's 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 not a perfect example it's not a perfect experiment like no seo experiment is perfect because every experiment that people do on the public web assumes everything else remains equal and mm -hmm. google might as well have seen the domain uh, because of the registry update has have seen the domain because of i don't know some dns traffic that they already captured i don't know but the point is we had a rollout of the real-time search we had a something $15 million transaction of Google paying to Twitter to, to get a special API or something to capture their Twitter stuff. Mm -hmm. These are the new links. Yeah. The number of mentions. mentions yeah, the number of mentions in tweets, the number of retweets of those mentions, those are the links, and this is the new page rank. If you have... If you have hundreds of retweets for a tweet that links to uh, your post, then that says something because it's real people. Mm -hmm. It's even better than one link. <laughs> or real question, people. Then, then a lot question, of real people. <laughs> well, that, but then the question arises, of course, that it's, if it's a tiny URL, does it link to the tiny URL or to your site? Google well, is smart enough to follow that, I think, right now. Google just follows that. And actually, if you look up, um, it even works on Bing, you know, the Microsoft thing. <laughs> it's not big in Europe, but I did some tests yeah. <laughs> <laughs> test in the US. And actually, they do have uh, a service, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, a resolve, they resolve these tiny URLs and display the real target URL. Because yeah. they, they're not sleeping. They're not living under a rock. They know about the URL shortness. And in fact, Google launched their own goo.gs or something, uh, URL shortener for FeedReader and, and these other products of them a week or two ago. And so did uh, Facebook. And I think Bitly released a pro account. Well, these URL shortness are a new kind of business, a new part of the of the web architecture. So Google would be stupid to not take it into account or just value it as a link to tiny URL. It's mm. not. Yeah. It's a redirection. Okay. It's a shortening service. Okay. Well, we're going to talk some more link building after the break, uh, our, our last break, because uh, as you know, sponsors keep the show up. So uh, we'll be right back after the break. Search Cowboys will be back on the trail after this. Revenues can come from many different sources. 
Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company, the card's not present. But we are. Find out more at Lytle, L-I-T-L-E dot com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadaLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Search Cowboys on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, final part of the show, uh, we're joined today by Christoph Kemper uh, of Kemper.com and Link Research Tools, and we're talking link building. Um, we already uh, saw a lot of questions coming by in the chat room. Um, let's talk ping, maybe? Guys? Ping? <laughs> ping? What ping. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, ping? Bing, that, that, that small Bing. little search engine where, which Steve Ballmer is really enthusiastic about. Didn't he fire somebody who didn't do it well? I, I saw something on, I think there was The Onion or something like that, but I don't know if that was real. The Onion? Yeah, we're not trying try to trust that one, is it? No. Um, um, there was this question from the chat room, as well, uh, chat room about uh, the link wheel services. Um, I, I'm never heard of it, but I think the, we discussed it a little bit in, in, during the break. Um, uh, who can tell us tell us what it is? I mean, uh, I think Christoph knows a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, I read about it last night because they had a a sponsored tweet in Schumann's blog, uh, uh, not blog, uh, a tweet. So uh, I came to a page that offered me. Um, I think four links from four different blog posts 
on four different blogs, and then 20 submissions to social bookmarking sites for those blog posts, and then, yeah, some, some more social bookmarking, uh, well, action being done by the bookmarking tool that, that the provider seems to have. It's, it's, a, it's a form of paid links. It's it's a form. Well, I would I would say it's probably a form of paid links from within a link network. So they said that they they have like a, a huge whatever that means uh, network of blogs that are developed and where they uh, source links from. So let's assume they have a hundred links, a uh, hundred blogs. Well, well, maybe they have hundred blogs um, and have a hundred clients. Then each of these hundred clients gets a link from one of those hundred blocks. No, from ten of those hundred blocks. That's how it was. The link wheel is actually like uh, you know, back in the nineties, that was called a link ring. I think, like yeah, a it's link. It's like those letters I received. I had to write, I don't know, ten letters to someone else, and then everybody would send me ten <laughs> cents, and then I would get oh. uh, <laughs> one, oh, one the euro. Oh, the schemes, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's 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 well, they they kind of um, explained that the interlinking between the blocks A, B, C, D, etc. is necessary, and each of those links, uh, each of those blocks that were interlinked, link to the target site, and that they have very very crazy uh, schemes like not number one links to two and two to three, but it's also something crazy like number eight links to seven or number five links to four, but still, it's always about getting, I think, 10 different sites out of a network of 100 linked to you. And, well, probably with a, with a cheap blog post from some Indian guy that wrote it for a dollar that writes about payday loans or, or immobilien credit or, 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 you know, diet pills or whatever. And the next client gets the next blog post. So you end up getting some links from probably unrelated uh, or, or let's say general topic uh, blogs that could sounds be... Sounds like scam to me. Well, at least it sounds like spam. Uh, you know, you always get what you pay for and I'm not saying it doesn't work because I haven't tried it, but I, I mean, I haven't tried a single of these services that call themselves link wheel service. But in... Um, in, in, in a sense, it's a service that disp dispenses links in a very uh, structured fashion. And they have like um, 500 words on the page that explain why Google can't find out uh, that it's from a link network. Oh, come on. Mm. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, there are, uh, there are tougher things than that. And the, the, the situation is simply it's if you have only a 30 or a 50 dollars a month for links and nothing else uh, except your own time then well you could try register a domain and try that service on that domain maybe if it doesn't work in Google it still works in Bing uh, but I wouldn't uh, put all my, my, my weight and everything on such a service because it's like all those soon ripe, soon rotten uh, concepts that worked for a while. It could be the Digital Point Co-op Network in 2004, or have they been around in 2003 already? And, and 
uh, other automated link networks that were a lot more sophisticated than what I've read on the on the on the Linkville thing. But well, Google found out how it works at least in I think, the I, US. I think I just I think I just received an offer for something like that in my in my mail. It says free Wikipedia links. So maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it was it something like twenty five wiki links and six hundred something links in addition? I think I got some spam mail like that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, something I don't know, something like that. Uh, I see we only have two minutes left. <laughs> this time is flying really fast. Um, uh, you guys pick one question we uh, you would like to answer. Um, um, just round that the link will thing up. If you if you know you get what you pay for. There's not really a shortcut on the web, not in 2010. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's, true. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Right? True. Very true. So, Roy, what last, what's the last question going to be, Roy? Well, last questions there. I'm not looking. There's also the thing about canonicalization. <laughs> okay, that <laughs> word. Um, but that's. Too sh- we can't handle this in, in time anymore. I think it's about page rank, and and a lot of people think um, it's it's it, it's there, but it's minimized in in value. I think that's what people have to think of. Yes, it's still there. Yes, it does something, but it doesn't do anything anymore that it used to. It, start thinking of mentions. Start thinking of social media. Start thinking of people and and how people and authority works. Think about how authority works in the real world. That's the way Google wants it to work on the web, and I think. Those are the things in, in link building you have to rely on in, in the next couple of years uh, if you if you want to use that and, and, and do still do good re- link building. Yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna uh, gonna end the show because uh, I think we, we we've covered a lot of uh, stuff and I think we should ask Christoph to come back another time in the show because uh, I think we definitely. Can talk a lot more about this this topic so Christoph if you want to uh, uh, please come back again on the show thank you for joining us today and uh, push, push your URLs again I mean we didn't yeah, really uh, oh, do the okay. thing well, well the tools that I've been talking about are the link research tools and you can uh, reach them at www.linkresearchtools.com uh, and that's uh, a tool that I mentioned that brings back a ton of data and a ton of parameters for each of the backlinks that you look at for it does competitive analysis with common backlinks, it does authority analysis with common outbound links and we, we're just getting out of the closed beta group right now we just let the last people into the closed beta over the holidays but there's a lot of great stuff coming up in the in the, in the next weeks in the okay. new year so you should check Very good. Well, yeah people check it out it will also be in the show notes which will be online tomorrow on search cowboys um you can listen to us if you're listening to the podcast you can listen to us live 8 p.m every tuesday here in holland uh, or germany or austria uh, which is 7 in the uk and that's 2 p.m on the east coast in the us and 11 a.m on the west coast uh, we're going to be back next week between christmas and new year so everybody have a very merry christmas and uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week bye bye Bye-bye. Merry Christmas.